Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. Wanted to welcome you to another edition of Loyalty Live. In this series, we talk to the leading agencies, technology providers, and consultants in customer channel and brand loyalty about the technology trends and best practices that impact a brand's ability to drive unique experiences, enhance engagement, and most importantly, impact customer loyalty. It allows for a deeper uh, dive into the state of customer loyalty as we service a number of challenges from our brand partners with regard to customer loyalty. And it allows us to get very unique insight from those who are on the front lines of designing and developing responses to these different opportunities in customer loyalty. Uh, today, we have the pleasure of speaking with Joe Pino. He's the Vice President of Strategy and Solutions at Clutch. How are you today, Joe? Doing well. Thank you. How about yourself? Uh, doing all right. Thank you. Thanks for asking. Uh, first off, we'd like to start these with a more personal uh, question. We get to know the person we're interviewing a little bit. I uh, would love to know a little bit about you, uh, your current role with Clutch, and maybe your background. And also, you know, fun fact, you have 14 kids. You like to deep sea dive. You know, are you a gamer? What's, what's maybe a fun fact about you? Sure. Um, so some background on myself. Um, I've actually been here at Clutch for, I guess, going on eight plus years. Uh, prior to that, I was... Um, I worked at Bank of America, Merrill Lynch in various roles in, in more finance. Um, decided one day that that wasn't the space I wanted to be in. Uh, went back to get my MBA actually at uh, Villanova University and really got engaged with the, the Philly startup scene. Um, got really invigorated with some, uh, I guess, weekend events that kind of was around building ideas. Um, from there, I, I actually went looking for an opportunity, like what Clutch was working on in terms of at the time, digital wallet, that customer experience. Um, I connected with the, C the CEO at the time, a, a, a Villanova alum actually, um, and got connected. Been there, been here now again, going eight years, various roles, but really excited where I'm at currently uh, as the VP of Solutions and Strategy, uh, working really closely with our Chief Strategy Officer, uh, Andy O'Dell, kind of bringing the vision of our platform to life with through partnerships and even through our sales engineering team and really seeing the platform evolve, um, you know, it started off as a digital wild, but it's since expanded into a true consumer marketing platform. Um, so again, really excited where we're at. Um, in terms of fun, fun facts, uh, I mean, when I'm not working, I'm usually spending a lot of time with my, with my, my kids and their sports. Uh, recently just got officially voted in to be a, a director of our local uh, athletic association and basketball. So um, yeah, I'm always looking to, continue to stay active even when uh, I'm, I'm out of the office. That's great. Um, for those who may not know Clutch, uh, it'd be great to have a background on what you guys do, some of the service offerings you have, and maybe industries that uh, you kind of play in. Absolutely. Um, so I kind of mentioned before, right, we started off in the digital space as a digital wallet, but the story really expanded. What we saw and what our co-founders really saw was there's a need in the space across retail brands, hospitality, um, healthcare, grocery, convenience, to have a centralized place to manage customer data, right? We always we still see silos where data is not being, uh, is being siloed by departments and, and uh, really impacting the customer experience, but it's also impacting operations. Um, operationally, the ability to centralize this information, uh, so you have a single view of your customer, the ability to put loyalty rules in place, offers, and intelligence around communications is really something that we see our platform be able to support in a self-service uh, capacity. So again, the ability for business users to create great experiences for their customers while having to engage with uh, tech, and, tech and product teams. 
Um, we see that expanding across, again, a number of different verticals and a number of key partnerships we have that help our go-to-marketing um, with, with uh, distributing both omni-channel as well as e-com and, and in-store only um, brands. Okay. Uh, one of the topics we continue to hear a lot about uh, at Loyalty 360, you know, we have uh, small-sided meetings. We have digital roundtables every week with our members on different topics around customer loyalty. Personalization is front and center right now. Uh, and the ability of, of personalization to impact customer loyalty is you know, tantamount to those who you know, drive and run these customer loyalty programs. Uh, so Clutch actually has a, a pretty unique uh, solution for personalization, but it'd be interesting to know also, you know, how does Clutch define personalization and how maybe has that definition changed over the past couple of years? Sure. Yeah, I would say with personalization, um, for a long time, we've been saying it's more than just putting someone's name on an email. All right. It's more than just remind, remembering uh, their favorite color, but really applying it to every level of engagement you have with that customer. Um, you know, to, in today's day and age, with all of the data that we always talk about, brands are now being expected to drive personalization. Right. As a consumer, we all kind of give up that extra level of data to a brand with the expectation that they're going to apply it, use it, and somehow I'm going to see it in my experience. With Clutch, we, we, we're no different, right? We are tracking a lots of information. And what we're really evolving from is rules-based logic, right? When to send the, the right welcome email, when to send the right thank you, and what product to include in there into, the, into machine learning, right? How do we allow the systems that we're building to start making the life easier for the marketer and the experience that much better for your customer. And again, whether that customer is an, an email only customer or a fully enrolled loyalty member, the idea is that personalization should be, is expected to be driven across each of those experiences. Um, our platform offers the ability to do so, so that again, it makes its way from when to communicate to customers, what to communicate, what offers to make, if does the customer even need an offer? Um, what types of products to remind, you know, to, to sort of direct them towards, um, or when not to send a, a, a message around purchases. I always joke um, with our brands, right? Every brand we work with, no matter what, your best customer does a shop with you every day. So why do you try to get them to buy every day, right? There has to be a relationship building. Um, and again, that some of that is uh, co you know, more conceptual. And then some of it, of course, is, is the tool itself, as you sort of have that, that mindset of what personalization is. And we definitely have a strong perspective on that and of course a, a tool that could help. Interesting. Great. Where do you think brands are today with regard to their personalization efforts? Do you think them in early stages, more middle stage? Uh, you know, what are you seeing? I still see, I guess, early to mid stages, right? You still have, you, everyone knows they should be doing it. Um, I still think they, they, even those that do it well, still have opportunities to grow and, and do it again, cross channel. Um, again, personalization is, is more than what, than just an offer more than just email. And then certainly again, has to be with every touch point, um, whether it's as simple as a transactional notification or a shipping notice to again, a receipt that they receive after a purchase. So I do still think of it as early stages, but certainly getting better. Um, I think, uh, marketers are more catching up with what the need for it more so than of course, applying, applying it in their everyday, um, marketing to date. Um, but again, I think part of that is just picking the right technology as a starting point. 
Absolutely. And, and uh, one of the technologies out there uh, that everyone's talking about and, and leveraging is, uh, you know, AI, artificial intelligence, machine learning. You know, how can that play a more significant role in a brand's uh, you know, personalization segmentation strategies? Yeah, I think that really is what we see as the future as well. Again, we're putting a lot of time and effort on that. So again, AI machine learning allows for your historical rules that you may run run with in terms of campaigns, you know, when to communicate, when to even win somebody back, right? When do they get into that we miss you campaign? Uh, moving away from that, that the standard one size fits all of, hey, it's been 90 days, time to maybe start to get stronger offers into a very, you know, very targeted types of communication. AI and machine learning can help with that. So it gets into everything I kind of mentioned. When should I communicate to somebody? What should I communicate? How should I? And really get down to that, what's the next best outcome? Um, with, with machine learning AI, uh, again, we're all starting to say it, right? Everyone in the, in the industry is saying these terms, but really seeing it applied in the product is key. Um, again, not having to take models out and have 40 or 50 analysts uh, or data scientists have to continue to fine tune the, the model, but more importantly, getting those models into production environments that can evolve over time. Um, and that's really where we're focusing particularly is the idea that the models are self-learning and in the product and starts to learn from the moment uh, we get data into the platform. Okay. Do you have an example of maybe a brand or at least an industry that the brand may be in who may be leveraging AI uh, machine learning and some of your technologies to enhance their personalization efforts. Some something they may have seen kind of a measurable impact in uh, the program performance. Let me think. I I know it's still early stages. We have a few different brands starting to test what kind of some of the ideas that we have around uh, lifecycle management. So again, okay. identifying customers at risk and churned. So you start seeing immediate impact in the at risk indicator. Um, it's actually, from in our terminology, a real-time trigger. So you start to notify and communicate to customers the moment they become at risk. And it becomes interesting because this kind of gets in that win-back campaign I mentioned before, where instead of everyone just communicating on day 90, hey, we've missed you, our, uh, our at-risk indicator is personalized. So I may be at risk on day 21, Kate may be at risk on day 75, and really becomes personalized. And then therefore the tactics that you you engage with me can be. Uh, so we see immediately lift immediate lift in that. And we've started to see some early success with a few of our grocery clients. But we also okay. have done sorry. No, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, let's say we also have done the same with churn customers. So at some point, right, wrong, or indifferent, a customer is no longer a customer, right? The customer may have signed up with me, shot with me a lot, and at some point they move or or their behaviors change. And that's okay. Again, it's not ideal, but it's okay. It does happen, right? Because your customers don't come to you one day and go, hey, I'm going to stop shopping with you. Bye. Right. It just happens. So at some point, identifying which customers have fully churned is also something as an organization we can help you identify. But then if you start to remove them from your marketing, again, you start seeing immediate impact. So at some point, you recognize when a customer is no longer a customer. And again, you start to you see immediate benefits to all of your marketing strategies and an immediate ROI. So I would say those are two areas we've seen some immediate success. We also have a lot more around offer management, offer optimization, send time, but that's still probably earlier stages. I don't have any immediate, uh, uh, I guess, talk tracks around that or immediate use cases I've seen uh, to date. That's excellent. Those are great uh, use cases for sure. And I think uh, those are uh, two, to your point, that can be very difficult for, you know, an analyst or a group of analysts to really look at, right, uh, based on kind of behavior attributes of the customer uh, across, a, you know, a series of time uh, can be very difficult. And it sounds like you guys are doing that in a very unique way, which is great. 
when you look at um, personalization segmentation efforts, uh, again, very important to brands, uh, you know, how should brands be looking at personalization and segmentation and tying these efforts into their customer loyalty or customer and customer experience strategies? Yeah, when we look at segmentation, um, it really is identifying the right audience at the right time, um, right, wherever they are in their journey. Um, so again, to us, if you're not, if you're not segmenting, you're certainly missing out on an opportunity. Uh, and really what that enables you to do again with, with having a better understanding of who your customer is, when they're shopping, when they're not shopping, what they buy, what they don't buy. And of course, the ability to tie that in with other value, like yep. do they have a loyalty balance? Do they have a gift card balance? Becomes ways that you could, again, with every touch point, communicate to them as, as, as such. So again, segmentation and personalization is really just a, a key tool that everyone should be using at this point um, for any marketing strategy. Um, again, we all talk about that, that's the batch and, batch and blast uh, concept, which again, should be a dead, a dead concept that, uh, that, you know, with segmentation tools should go away quickly. If not, hasn't, if not, should be going away very, very quickly. But again, segmentation can be key. Um, if you're not understanding your customer behavior, then you're, you're again, you're, you're not going to achieve personalization and you're not going to live up to the promise that customers are expecting these days. Okay. When you look at, uh, advice you may give to your clients with regard to, uh, measuring success of their personalization segmentation efforts, right? The, the CFO wants to know incrementality, uh, you know, because obviously the more personal you get, there's a potential to be, uh, you know, to add incremental cost. You know, are there specific KPIs or benchmarks that brands should be uh, using or considering with regard to uh, personalization segmentation? Yeah, I mean, I would say that the, the one KPI we always look at is, is the customer lifetime value, right? There's a lots of different metrics and KPIs you can be tracking, right? Open rates, unsubscribe rates, our customers opting out of your, your engagement, but also what we're trying to drive is additional value from the customer or, or at least get as much value from the customer for as long as they could stay around as a customer. So again, we I would say customer lifetime value really is ultimately the metric you want to track as we track lifetime spend um, would be the primary. And then of course, you could always dig in more deeply than that in terms of all the tactics that you're achieving on, on a per campaign basis. But I would say that is the primary metric uh, with all of your initiatives you're running that you should constantly be tracking back to is our, you know, the overall value of a customer being increased or decreased uh, with every touch point. Okay, great. When you look at uh, challenges, what do you think the biggest challenges brands see you know, going forward with regard to personalization, segmentation, uh, and cadence management? The biggest challenge I would say at the moment, probably first and foremost starts with setting the right goals, right? Because again, um, you, could have the right, you could have the right tools in place, but if you're not using them because you haven't really sat down and given it the, the, the right thought, then I think that's where you, you cut, you're missing out on, right? So having, that, having a perspective and a strategy, um, whether that's something that you come up internally or really, again, there's a lot of agencies these days that, that we, even, we even partner with that focus in on having a true loyalty strategy. And again, loyalty well beyond just point and punch, right? Really trying to drive loyalty from your customers. I think sitting down and having and building a plan is, is going to be key. And then from there, of course, implementing it across the right technology. So having having a plan and having the technology continues to be the two big, tech, uh, the big challenges. Uh, we've worked with plenty of brands that come to us looking for the right technology without the plan and then vice versa, right? We're obviously looking for, we're looking to match make ourselves with those that have the plan that are looking for the right technology. And then for those that 
working with us, we're trying to help them get to the right mindset in terms of that strategy with, uh, with key partners. Okay. And what, obviously uh, the challenges that exist uh, are there, but what do you think the biggest opportunity is for a brand regarding personalization and, and you know, segmentation and cadence management? I think the biggest opportunity in some cases is to get started. Um, again, even as I talk about having a plan, having uh, a vision for where you want to go, sometimes you need to just get started. You start learn, you start texting and learning real quick. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of campaigns and promotions being run on a daily basis. And really to start to drive personalization, start somewhere, right? And then it could always evolve. But really, I think the biggest opportunity is, is to get started. Um, and then again, start to get into more sophistication beyond that. Because personalization, it's, it's uh, again, it's a, it's a big undertaking that could start simple and then grow as we get into more sophisticated um, cases around machine learning and AI. Okay, great. Well, Joe, thank you very much for taking the time to speak with us today. Uh, it was very interesting to hear you know, what you guys are doing for some of your clients, uh, l- learn a little bit more about the platform, but also you know, with regard to personalization and segmentation and you know, some best practices you are seeing that are driving some unique results for your brand partners. That's great to hear. So thank you again for taking the time to talk to us today. Absolutely. Thanks a lot. Absolutely. And I also want to thank everyone for uh, tuning in and listening. I hope you have a wonderful day and I look forward to having you back on our next edition of Loyalty Live. Thank you very much.